dress. I know you look so pretty. <laughs> yeah. But don't be all up on my dress. I got to wear that Friday, okay? I love you. Bye. Welcome back to Kill Dead Podcast. I'm your host, Grain. Tonight, I'm joined by my internet co-host. We have Ash. We have Devin. We have Bentley in the background. What's going on, guys? Hi. What's going on? <laughs> Tonight, we are kicking off our celebration of Pride uh, with a film that I remember hearing stuff about during COVID, but I never actually watched it in I second... Devin's Instagram post tonight. This is not in real time for you people listening. I am glad you recommended this movie. Yes, Ashley, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That being said, you guys know me being me and I have some problems with this film, but we'll get into that later. First up, let's do some horror news. All right, let me clear my throat. (laughs) All righty. So I'm going to start with... A piece of news that was just announced earlier today. Um, Let's see, it's June 8th. So it looks like we'll be getting a Fear Street series. Um, Oh, I missed this. Yeah, so listeners, if if you don't remember, last summer was the best summer ever because us horror heads had a chance to witness Fear Street trilogy. So, 1994, 1978, 1666, like, that was, like, for the whole month, like, that was, like, a whole event. So, I guess since that did so well, Netflix decided to have, like, their own series. And the the director behind the the movies that we got last summer, she is, uh, she's returning in some type of, like, capacity. So that was Lee Janik. 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 Okay. So she'll be back in some form. But yeah, I'm excited too. Now, do you think that this is in hopes that, you know, I assume we're nearing the end of Stranger Things? Yeah, we have one more season left. So we have the second volume coming out in July, and then we get season five, and that's the last season. Which I thought about this, right? Because they're calling it volume two, but it's just really the season finale. Yeah, two episodes. Right. Uh, Marketing genius, because if you release it all right now, everyone will be talking about people who lose interest. But if you're replicating what Fear Street did last year, you had to wait to find out how things ended. And I guarantee you that's why they what they're copying. Because now we have something to look forward to in July. Short-lived as it may be, most people will binge two episodes while they're still at work. 
Not to say I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm excited because that whole last summer was just such a good time. Like, the anticipation for the next film to come out. Like, just something to talk about for that whole month of June. Is there any word on... Um like anybody involved in the series or is it the same people who did the movies so far it's just lee okay so we're not sure about the cast the uh producers or anything else see i heard the kickoff episode is going to take place in the 80s and feature the cast of stranger things <laughs> you got jokes <laughs> I- <laughs> I'm I'm just saying that would be perfect. <laughs> that would actually be a really big crossover. I I I, I can't say I'm like the biggest Stranger Things fan, but I would totally tune in for that. Oh, so you haven't watched the new season yet? Are you no. not going to? Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, you would like it. It's I got other stuff to catch up on. It's <laughs> good. It's it's really good super dark it's really really good hmm. okay I mean you don't have to rush like it's okay <laughs> I still love you when does season 5 come out probably not till uh, probably not till next year oh so they haven't announced it yet okay I wasn't uh, sure I was wondering if they're going to take another long uh, gap Oh, no, that was, like, all because of COVID and stuff. Oh. But, like, yeah, so. And I'm sure, like, uh, like the cast members doing, like, different projects and all that stuff, but it was mainly because of COVID. Okay. But okay. it did not disappoint. But I know our listeners are wanting to hear our our opinions on this next piece of news. It was officially announced that cousin Nev Campbell will not be returning for Scream 6. I am heartbroken, but I do not blame her. And the reasoning behind it was that they wasn't trying to give her any money. Like, they were not paying her her worth her worth like it was pretty much a low ball mm. and she was just like like just pretty much like paraphrasing what she was saying it was like i've worked hard in this industry and i just cannot accept this project if i'm not getting paid well like something she along those lines she's the foundation of the franchise right because there was rumors that it was, uh, she didn't like the script, but then she, like, officially came forward, was just, like, they just, they weren't offering, like, a well enough pay, so. Mm. Which I don't blame her, I mean, like you just said, she's the foundation of that franchise, like, like, when you think of Scream, you think of Neff. (laughs) Yeah, I, I, I th- it's, it's, huh. That's going to be an interesting installment because this development is fairly new. 
I would have assumed the script was already written. So do they have a version in mind without Sydney, or do they have to completely start from scratch with the script? Because that would take a big shuffle around with, with cutting well, around to the movie. I know they had to um, push the shooting schedule. Uh, I think I forgot what exactly the date was. But they had to, like, push it back because, like, all this happening. So, I don't know. Maybe they have multiple scripts. I mean, it is Scream. They have to have multiple scripts. <laughs> right. <laughs> but. Well, I... it will be it'll be interesting to see a Scream without without Sydney in the, in the film at all. Um, I would say it's fine. Because I don't, I would assume this is not going to be the final Scream. So. Maybe, yeah, let her sit out for a couple of installments and then bring her back just to re-energize the series. Yeah, I mean, like I said, like in our little group chat, I do feel like we have a strong enough, like, new class of characters to to go on to a new movie without Sydney. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting. I mean, we still have Gail, Courtney Cox, returning for the sixth film, so... I mean, I I feel like it's in good hands. I'm I'm interest. I can't wait to see what's in store. Then we have Kirby coming back. So, but it, it's also like, yeah, why is Sydney and Gail still in this story? I mean, I kind of I, I sort of assume that's what Scream Five was about was them sort of passing the torch to the next generation. So, like, why are they back? I don't know. Right. right. So I think two things about this. One could just be a marketing ploy. They've they've done everything in the world to try and confuse people for two decades, going on three decades. Uh, so Nev Campbell openly telling people they wouldn't pay her while she's on the festival circuit seems a little weird. That would be some shit. If that was just a ploy, oh my gosh. Like, well, just I mean, imagine how the fans are going to react. Think about it. For Scream 5, she wasn't a part of it. And then when Until she the agreed last them, minute, they rewrote the script. We never, ever saw whatever Selena Gomez was supposed to do in the film. I guess that got nixed altogether. Or any other rumored person that was on set that leaked or whatever all got nixed out. So it could be, hey, let's say these things to confuse people. And maybe... That's literally what Selena Gomez's job was to do. Even the fake post on Instagram and deleting it and all that stuff. Um, so we know that Radio Silence is capable of fixing a script at the last second and it's still working out. Uh, the other part of me is that it is Hollywood and there is a certain inequality when it comes to female stars and... Um, Jamie Lee Curtis has walked away from her franchise and then they realized they fucked up and had to bring her back. So if this is Nev Campbell's way to show them, hey, I don't have to play ball with the boys, then fine. I'll see you in Scream 7, Stab 12. Stab 12? (laughs) (laughs) I forget how many Stab movies there are right now, but you guys know. 
Yeah, I think um, I don't think this is it for her for the series. Like you said, Greg, I think even if she's not epic back at this one, it'll be probably seven or eight. Yeah, now that I just say that, think about how meta it would be if Nev Campbell played Sidney Prescott older in staff. Yeah. Stab they're on. It's just Nev Campbell playing Sidney Prescott. It would be on stab nine, I believe. I think that would be a perfect scream meta moment. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Yeah, and maybe in the next flashback, have Luke Wilson play six year old Billy. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, that's essentially my thoughts on it. We never know until the movie comes out. Yeah. But, Nev Campbell, if you're doing this, if you really did this, more power to you. We'll find out in nine months, really? Damn. It is less than a year away. Wow. Uh, Kirby, I can't wait to see you, girl. I'm ready for the return of Hayden. Like, I'm, I've been rooting for her. I've always been a fan of her. So she's been going through some shit. I, this is going to be her big comeback, and I, I can't wait. Yeah, it's we're all look. I can't wait to see her too because Kirby was one of the best characters in the entire Scream saga, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I really feel that way. I'm not sure how I feel about Sam Carpenter. <sighs> I'm not the biggest fan of her. I'm sorry. I, I think I said that in our Scream episode, but I'm still a little eh about her. Yeah, I can't figure out if it's the way her character is written and maybe edited. Because the acting was plenty fine serviceable for a horror movie, right? I'm not going there for gold. But at no point did she captivate the scene. Yeah. So I guess maybe that's where... And that camel started Party of Five, but... Like, I don't feel like there was star presence. No, because her character, all her character did was cry in that whole series. <laughs> That's what I remember as a kid watching it. I'm just like, why is she crying again? <laughs> I love I love her. I love Nev. <laughs> I like Sarah Carpenter. I think that that character was given a lot. Like, there was so much going on with that character that was probably too much for her introduction in a screen film where she shared, you know, where it's an ensemble. But, um, I mean, you know, she's a survivor of so many different things and she has so much trauma and she has this incredible backstory. It's just, it was just a lot thrown at that character and actress that we didn't really get a chance to see her relax for a second. So that's probably like, I mean, so that, because that my initial reaction to her was she's doing way too much. But on the second watch, I'm like, because she's a lot of just a throw, thrown at her. 
I'm I'm interested to see where she goes in the future. But I, I do agree that Tara, Jenny Ortega's character, was far more compelling. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe, and I'm also thinking in the back of my mind, maybe because I was also thinking I know what her character was originally written as, as a queer character. Um, so just wondering how that's going to manifest in the future installments, if at all. I, I think it shouldn't be forgotten for sure. I mean, there's hints of her and Amber's relationship throughout the film, but it is a big miss as far as representation to actually fucking acknowledge it. Yeah. I was kind of confused. I mean, they hinted at it, but then it was like, you remember that whole scene when they were at the school and they were like talking, like their courtyard scene, and they were like, oh, Wes, everyone knows you have a crush on Tara. So it's like, were they together? Were they not together? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. I, I always get a little confused at that part. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, we we know her character was written as queer, but there were so many rewrites and revisions that I don't know if the final product is intended to be queer or not. I hope so, but like I said, we'll we'll see. Hopefully. We'll see if they if they're bold enough to make the the lead character of a major horror franchise queer. You have not one but two major lesbian characters. Wait, so are you saying Tara's the main character? Well, she's one of the main characters at this point. Interesting. Well, you don't think so? No, I I think it bodes to how underwhelming Sam Car- Carpenter is. Well, I think they're both the lead characters in the way that, <clears throat> to me, <laughs> Sydney and Gail were always the lead characters. Who was the lead character in Scream 3? Me. Well, in Sid- 3... <laughs> <laughs> 3, well, it was uh, Courtney Cox. Yeah. Point blank, period. But you know that's part three. Yeah. <laughs> it's an yeah. outlier. And I say all this just being skeptical and shady. Like there's nothing wrong with <laughs> Melissa Barrera's acting or her capabilities to perform. Uh, I do think, like you said, the character had a lot. Like I still want to know if she's killed before. Like why is she yes. narcotics? And we're not going to explain that. Didn't care for that. Although I uh, I did, whenever the Nev Campbell news came out, I did go to IMDb. And one fun fact I learned that I didn't realize, as the same courtyard scene you're talking about, Drew Barrymore is the voice of the principal. What? Megan, oh, really? I didn't know that. Neither did I. Yeah, but uh, I guess the DVD's probably out or something because... All the guest credits are on IMDb. Matthew Lillard is playing Thor Ghostface. Yeah, I knew about that. I was like, okay, this is fun. Uh, now I want to go to, oh, because the screencast, like you said, the festival circuit. So I'm like, I kind of want to make a trip to New Jersey to see them. Even though I just saw them back in March, but I only got a picture taken with Jamie. But, 
Okay, so let's 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 put this out there again. I know we've done this before, and we're gonna do it again. But uh, let's rank it. Where are you putting Scream on your list? Five cream. Yeah. <sighs> Those goes. Who's go first? Ash. Bill. <laughs> Alrighty, I'm. Shit. Put me on the spot. Well, are we ranking them or like how many stars are we giving it? Oh, you know what? Let's just rank it. What's your scream order? Devin, go first. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will go from least to best. Uh, my least favorite is uh, three, followed by four. Oh gosh, two. It's hard. That's what she Yeah. Five <laughs> and one. I'm surprised I put five above two. But yeah. See, so yeah, keep, so yeah. There it is. I keep huh? going back and forth. So I'll go. Because I used to put two as my first spot, but. Me too. I'll go one, two. You going least to worst? Oh no! Uh, like... That's the same thing. <laughs> no, like <laughs> no, like fave to least fave. Okay. So one, two, four. Uh... Oh gosh! See, I keep going back and forth. So one, two, four. And I have to go with five, three. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I keep going back and forth. Like it's it's changing. I, I I'm going to officially update my LinkedIn. Oh damn it. Letterbox. <laughs> <laughs> Because I realize that my list is completely changed. And um, haters are going to hate, but it is what it is. One, five, four, three, two. Whoa. That's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it really came down to is that part two, I used to champion, right? But now that I think about it, the film didn't really do anything innovative. Scream 3, try. They were like, let's continue the story and we're going to prequel in the middle of it. So we got some backstory fleshed out. That's why it's creeping up on my list. And 2 is dropping. Okay. Yeah, I know, like, a lot I, uh... of people always talk about, like, oh, 3 is so good. I mean, don't get me wrong. I appreciate every film, like, entry in this franchise. I'm still waiting for three to give me that that kick to change my mind. Cause like every time I watch it now, I'm just like, <laughs> like I'll watch it to like to complete the franchise, but it's just like it 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 doesn't give me the the tinglys like the other entries have. Like I can't really relate. I want to say relate much to it. But it's like you just don't connect with it. 
Yeah, there. Yeah, I don't connect with it. Like, like Scream Four. Like, I connect with this so much more because, like, even though I was like, I was like a freshman in college when that came out, but that was like the first Scream that I was able to see in theaters. So, mm-hmm. like, I always yeah. like held that close. So, yeah. nice. So it's all about the experience. Yeah. That's a good way to go yeah. with it. Part two used to be my favorite. I mean, probably until maybe earlier this year. And I just rewatched, like, we had a screen marathon, and I rewatched the first one. And I don't know why, but that movie terrified the fuck out of me. <laughs> most recent you said the first one? There. Yeah. I'm like, I don't remember this movie being scary like this. So, um... Yeah, Scream 1 is the goat. Yeah, I remember watching that as a, like, how old was I? What year was that? Did it come out? 96, 97? 96. Okay, so I was five when it came out. And I remember, like, my mom and, like, my older cousins watching it. And, like, that opening scene, I was just like, eh. <laughs> Like, it scarred <laughs> me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So that's how I always like connected with that one was just like that was one of the first like major horror films that I've watched like growing up. Interesting. And then the fourth one was when the you saw that in the theaters as an uh-huh. adult, it all comes full circle. Uh-huh. Look at you growing up in the horror genre. I know. <laughs> you know what I'm rooting for is that um, in Scream 6, Cotton Weary comes back. How? We don't really see him die. He's just been in Witsec this whole time. His new name is Denim. And uh-uh. he's just been hanging out. <laughs> no, his new name is Polyester. Or <laughs> Silk. Joel needs to come back too. Oh, I think Joel's character is good enough to wear. Or maybe it's it's his YouTube channel that was interviewing Kirby. Oh, and that's Screen Five. Yeah, it could be like Comedy Hype, which is a YouTube channel. Never mind. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> It would have been funny if y'all knew that was. <laughs> uh, I don't know. This this is gonna sound bad, but does Dwayne Martin still act? Yeah. yeah. He was in the new Fresh Prince or uh, Bel Air. Sorry. As what? Oh, he's the confidant, right? Yeah. You're right. He needs to make some type of money. He's not living off of Tisha. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. Let me stop. <laughs> okay. I, I think we've uh, uh, explored Scream as much as we can. This this is supposed to be a review of a completely different movie. <laughs> and Scream has taken over. Um, so we're just going to move on. Uh, tonight's movie is the 2019 film, Bit. Well, it was released on the circuits 
2019, as I previously stated, I was I remember like Buzz was going around during COVID. Maybe this is gonna sound like a weird place marker, but around George Floyd time is when I remember it. It's just in my head that way. I don't know when the actual buzz started, but that's when it like hit my radar. Okay. So the summer. What's that? So like the summer of um twenty twenty. Yeah. But I have no clue when it started streaming. I didn't bother to look it up. Uh not for any reason other than it's it's not really that important. <laughs> the the good news is is that it's streaming. And um I'm gonna stop right there and let Ash let Devin go first for once. So, Bit is the story of a transgender teenage girl on summer vacation in LA who fights to survive after she falls in with four queer feminist vampires who try to rid the city streets of predatory men. Oh, wait. You know, what? I was just wondering your initial impression. Oh, okay. (laughs) Not bad. Um, I really. You know, I kind of, um, I know Ash has recommended this movie in the past, and it's always been in my queue, but I just, I always just skipped over for some reason. And even in preparing for this episode, we started to watch it on Saturday, and I'm like, I just, I can't get into this movie. I don't know why I was not connecting with it. But then when I actually sat down and rewatched a couple of nights ago, and I, you know, got all my distractions off the way and everything, I realized this is a really, really, really good movie. And thank you, Ash, for recommending it to me. Um, It sort of reminded me of a modern-day placement of what the craft was. Maybe this would be the craft for this current generation. Um, Yeah, it was very reminiscent of that to me. Uh, I see you're talking about the cult classic 2020 film, Legacy. Ooh. <laughs> you got jokes this, tonight. <laughs> this would be a really good sequel to The Craft Legacy. Um, this would be a nice double feature. It would be. But it was a, it was a nice take on the vampire trope, and especially the, the way female vampires are overly sexualized. Um, yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed this film. But yeah, I pretty much agree with everything uh, Devin said. I came across this movie probably like last year, like on Tubi. It's available on Tubi and Prime. Um, and I was just like, I was ca- like the poster art for it captured my attention. And like reading the synopsis about it, I was like, oh, let me add it. But I just, I just never watched it. Um. It was a very it was a very well made movie. Like I was not expecting it to be like like how it came out. Like it's definitely not what I was expecting. Um, right. I don't know for some reason I was just like expecting it to be like a grimy, oh, uh, like horribly acted like vampire movie. Like for some reason, like I was just like, uh, it's just gonna be 
horrible. Like, I don't know why, but uh, it was very well made. I like the characters. Uh, and it was just nice to see a whole different type of, like, vampire lore. Uh, especially, like, female vampires. And, yeah. yeah. I was actually wanting more. I was like, I, I hope we get a sequel. Well, I don't know if we'll get a sequel, but I, I was just wanting more. I would love a sequel. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm upset with the sequel. Yeah, I don't know, like, like when the movie was ending, I don't know if y'all heard it, but it was just like, well, that was actually fun. Maybe I can make another movie without being pregnant first or something like that. Did y'all hear that? No. <sighs> Wait, I think I did hear that. Yeah, I was like, is that part of the movie? Was that... <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was weird. Okay, yeah. Yeah, like if I wasn't four months pregnant, so I'm like, who was pregnant? Did I miss something? So, yeah. I do think this film does other things well, by the way. Like what? The color palette. Uh, oh, yeah. It, it gives me, like, the neons, the blues, the pinks. Um saturation it reminded me of like uh, name an a24 film revenge gemini uh what's the stripper one zola uh, <laughs> sorry is that not is the name mandy? no that is, is mandy, mandy is mandy a24 i'm i haven't seen manny i could have finished it i fell asleep let me look it up real quick what was that 20 18, uh, it was not. Hold on, let me double check. Okay. Nope. It wasn't. Mm. But I feel like, you know, if that's A24 quality, those films, like, this is A12. Like, they just had half the budget, but it's still <laughs> and beautiful to look at. Why? What? Yeah, that? it's you. You can tell that they had. You can tell it was it was a a modestly a, a very modest budget, but it was the music. The money was used very well. The movie right. looked really good. You guys know me. I love practical effects. I love the way they you know use blood to cover up the lack of maybe digital post work. Um. All that was good for me. Yeah. Yeah. This was a good, this was a really good recommendation. Yes. Did you guys like Dracula or Vlad? The guy? Uh, well, no, that is a guy. Um... Oh, is he not? No, I, I like zoned out. I was just like, who's Dracula? Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I kept appear- I kept um, waiting for him to say something funny. I don't know why I was expecting him to be like comic relief. There was just something about 
his disposition, but I, was I didn't expecting, laugh once. Yeah, I when he came about, I was like, oh, that's him. Well, okay, so first take, I was like, why is Jack White in this film? Damn. <laughs> Not that I would have been upset by it. It was fine, but I was thrown <laughs> off until I was like, oh, I guess it's not Jack. It was an interesting choice to roll everything you know about any Dracula into one character. Uh-huh. Um, just in general. Like, you always get bits and pieces of maybe, you know, Stake Through the Heart or Vlad the Impaler or Dracula or any of the other names they named. They knew more names about Dracula than I ain't fucking remember. <laughs> Brother Ghoulish would be proud. <laughs> I did like how they cut. Well, I want to say switch it up because, like, when you think of vampires, like, you think of, oh, like a stake to the heart. But the movie, they said the only way to kill them is with fire. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm so used to the whole stake or a cross, but I know, like, one of my main things that I was kind of, like, I want to say it's a con, but it kind of is. I wanted a little more from, like, the the supporting characters. Mm-hmm. Like his like, brides? Or yeah. You... Like the... Royal. Like his, yeah. Like the other female, like the female, like the vampires, and more about like um, Laurel's best friend. Like, <laughs> I don't, like I just want a little more for the supporting members. I honestly thought they kind of explained that well at the end. Is that they all been glamoured, so there was no reason uh, for us well, to talk about them. Yes. Sure. They weren't existing either. Like she became Dracula in essence. I also like the idea that Duke was one of uh, the brides of Dracula. Because we really don't, uh, like, I don't think the brides of Dracula have gotten much of a spotlight. They might have had like one or two movies, I think, but they're not really explored on their own as much. So I thought that was a really interesting twist. Well, aren't they just a creation by? Bram Stoker? I mean... Yeah, but we... And, and they've appeared in Dracula, in, you know, different Dracula movies, but we just don't really know that much about them. Like yeah, enough on their I, own. I can even tell you of... Uh, what was her name? Saren? No, Dracula's first bride. Did they even say her name? Hold on. Yes, Siren. Yes, Siren. Okay. Yeah, something like that. I like. I don't even know if that's really the name of his first bride. Also, was not compelled to look it up. Something <laughs> about me as a fan. <laughs> Would you watch this movie again? This I've watched it twice already. Oh, like I, I enjoyed it. That's what I was saying in Slack. Yeah, I just watched it that one the one time like early this morning because like I I was hella busy and I was just like let me I want to make sure it's fresh in my mind but yeah I like I liked it a lot. It kind of makes me want to become a vampire. Would y'all want to become vampires? 
Yeah. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> I gotta be around y'all longer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just. Yeah, I know. I would like more of like the vampire hunters. And I, oh, I, boys. Yeah, and I like how like uh Vlad, aka Dracula. Was like controlling them to like try to like release him. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, you know what? Now that I think about it, I would like a prequel because I would like an explanation of this world's rules. Because also, like, why were they daywalkers? Who's the hybrid? Blade. Like. Yes. If Blade showed up anywhere in this movie, I don't care if it was Wesley Snipes, just a Blade character, <laughs> you got all my money. I will help produce <laughs> this film. And you know what? I did kind of get Blade vibes when those priests came in. Like, not gonna lie. Maybe it was Dimash. Yeah. I mean, we're so close to getting a new blade anyway. Why not? Yeah. I do worry about the future of the MCU, though. Same. How come? There could just be saturation at this point. It's been 10 years of making, you know, good cinematic memories and events, but... Can it really go for 20 years? I know. I'm just not, like, feeling this new phase of Marvel like I did before, like, the last phase. Because I was all hardcore and everything. Like, I don't think I watched any of the newer ones. Well, besides Doctor Strange. I've watched everything. Um, Some of them are definitely getting into things I genuinely didn't read as a child. Um, Moon Knight was definitely one of them. Oh, yeah, I've never read anything about Moon Knight. Yeah, so I didn't connect. Plus, it's a little drier because it's building a mythology, which is fine. But compared to, I don't know, like a, the world building of Captain America, you know he's just going to kick ass. There's no confusion. There's, that's his arc. Uh... Moon Knight, it's spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen this and doesn't know, he has multiple personalities. So half the time he's trying to figure out who he is, let alone this other deity that's interfering in his life. So it's really complicated. And if you aren't like paying attention to all the lore, you can't just like casually watch that. That's the problem with that one. Versus, you know, an Avengers film. They're going to win at the end. <laughs> That's how I feel like when I'm working, I usually have like a movie playing in the background, something I'm not paying attention to. So I so said, let me go on Disney and put something on one of the Marvel movies because we know how this is going to end. Right. <laughs> we, know the, we know the beats of every movie. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. Sorry, I thought I thought this something. 
All right, so we're going to rate this film. Devin, what is our scale? Um, hang on, I got this. How many black hearts, flaming black hearts? Out of yes, five? I'm glad you said that. Yes. <laughs> Ladies first. Oh, so out of five, I would give it. A zero. I'm just kidding. Um, I'll just go ahead and round it up to four flaming black hearts. Okay. I like this movie a lot. Um, it makes you want to become a vampire. It was very easy to to follow along. Like it wasn't no like dragging of like the vampire lore like it wasn't like the whole like the same old old stuff we we we've known before it adds like a little a little to it (laughs) (laughs) um i really like the characters and i just i want i want more i would be opposed to a a prequel a sequel or maybe like we could get the creative team behind this movie to do like another um let's see like like supernatural like storytelling like bits the yes. <laughs> oh gosh mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know like maybe I would like to see like a vamp not vampire movie a werewolf movie from this team because, like, just to see how they tackled, tackled, like, the lore of the vampires, it'll be nice to see they'll tackle werewolves, too. I don't know. Like, I, wanna, I, I just want more. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I'll give it a four out of five. Nice. What about well, you, then, Gray? I'm going to give it four black hearts for damn sure, I think. This is probably something I'll revisit yearly, 100%. I don't think uh, I have to think about it whatsoever. I don't know what that beeping is, but it's not me. Oh, I'm just kidding. That's Ash. I give it four stars as well. It's a fun movie. I think it says a lot about uh, feminism and queer identity and community and family. There's a lot of different layers to it. Um, I think my only bits of advice I give if the filmmakers were asking me would be for the next sequel, just uh, maybe give the actors a couple extra weeks of rehearsal. Um, it was acted. <laughs> it was acted fine. <laughs> it just there was not a lot of variance of emotions given by certain performers, Uh-oh. but it was fine. <laughs> it was fine. Listen, we this is better than that movie y'all made me watch last time, the Firestarter movie. So I'm, I'm happy. I'm wow. so happy with this movie. 
Okay, Devin. <laughs> now that you mentioned that, I really... I'll ask y'all this. Who was your favorite character? Roy. You said Laurel and then Duke? Yeah. I thought he said Roya. I I said Roya. What was Roya? She had the buzz hair. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, both of y'all are wrong. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Who was your favorite character? (laughs) No, I really like Duke. Like, for some reason, I thought I was going to have issues with her. Like, besides, like, she was the problem at the end of the movie, but I really liked her. I and her brains were crisp. I thought the actress creator was so good, Diana Hopper. Uh-huh. I felt the way about her the way a lot of people felt about Samara Weaving. Oh. Um, I just, I, so- I, I just feel like she is a star. Do you watch her on Goliath? Who? You. <laughs> Do you watch Goliath? No. <laughs> I, I don't even know what that is. Is that a show? It's a yeah. It's a TV show she's most famous for with Billy Bob Thornton. Who this girl? Oh, the girl that played Duke. God. Yeah. Oh, I never. I've heard of it, but I've never watched it. You guys are welcome. Oh, okay, I got some homework to do. All right. I know. I really like Duke's like origin story because you really like understood why she was the way she was Mm -hmm. and it was just it was it was just fun like give me a movie of just all of that and i'm good yeah i mean rid of it all we're all just making up for our childhoods damn that was deep (laughs) i like it i like this i guess it's kind of weird she tried to so get with Laurel even after she tried to kill her. Um, <laughs> I like Laurel. I, I think I just, she annoyed me is because I, I feel like if I were closer to her age, she wouldn't annoy me as much. But as an old man, she sounds like a whiny teenager, which is not accurate. I know she's going through a lot of stuff, but I'm just saying. Did you say Joe Biden teenager? No. <laughs> what did you just say? A whiny teenager. A whiny teenager. Oh, shit. Damn, Gray. I I was impressed. I was like, that's a whole new level of shade. <laughs> no, have you ever seen a younger Joe Biden? No. Yes. Oh, he was good looking. Like he has a college picture. Anyway, but um, <laughs> I like the character of Laura. I just I think I would like her better more if I was close to her age that's all there you have it bit yeah okay okay Joe what (laughs) Uh um I don't maybe his hair doesn't grow like that anymore but I don't know why he doesn't wear his hair like that more often because it doesn't he, grow like that anymore, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. His forehead definitely got bigger as he got older. And his teeth. Oh. Yeah, you're right. God damn. <laughs> Ask Google this picture. 
I wonder if it's if it's the one I've seen before. In the red shirt, looking like he in fucking Hawaii, ready for an Abercrombie shoot. Yeah, like the red <laughs> shirt. Yep. I see. Yep. Yep. I've seen it. Call him Joe Boxers because they drop him. <gasps> anyway. <laughs> That's going to do it for us. Uh, what is our next episode? It, uh, is it the, the Sweet Blood? <laughs> no? It's a surprise. I love that. No. <laughs> no, it'll actually, uh, actually be the, the Sweet Blood of Jesus. That's going to be a first watch for me. Yup, it is. The Sweet Blood of Jesus. Uh, for me as well. I forget. Uh, we talked about this on an episode before, and I was just like, I'm so wrong on every part of what I thought this film was. Because <laughs> this that's a remake of Ganja and Hess, right? Right. Yeah. I love you some Ganja and Hess. Yeah. And this is a very faithful remake. So, two vampire movies in one month. Ooh. See? Vampiric Bliss. It's Let's so get dressed funny. up for the next episode. Ooh, I got vampire teeth, like custom made. Oh. I Sorry. do not. The kind where you can make the things drop? What? No, like uh, they molded to my teeth. Oh, I want a pair of the ones like that. Where it's like, there's like a trigger in the roof of your mouth and it makes your fangs pop out. Your that thing popped out? <laughs> 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 nothing. Nothing at all. I'm just gonna close this show out like a normal person closing a podcast down for the first time ever this month. Say goodnight, folks. Goodnight. Good and night, happy John. pride. Happy pride.